Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. And coming up on a football Friday, we're going to take a weird turn to start the show. We're going to talk about T-ball trauma. Trust me, it's going to make sense. We're going to have all the discussion around that. Ben Roethlisberger decides to walk away from the Pittsburgh Steelers and the NFL. How will he be remembered? We've got a power struggle in Jacksonville as the circus continues to be in town. We're going to look ahead to the AFC and NFC championships. Who's got the most pressure? We're going to have another edition of Shot Calls. We're going to have some over-unders. All of it is yours next here. Two pros and a cup of joe on a Friday. Fox Sports Radio. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason you listen to this show, because we make predictions, and they turn out to be completely wrong. Somebody will own up to one of those coming up they, here in just a couple of moments They turn out now. to be completely right. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, not, not on this yeah, side of just things. Depends on, uh, <laughs> it just depends on what perspective, <laughs> point of true. view you're coming from. <laughs> it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, but it is only appropriate. And this was something that is now uh, spread and taken off like wildfire. Brady Quinn <laughs> came up with this fa- with this phrase a long time ago. He called it a football Friday. You bet your sweet ass Come it's on! a football Friday. Let's yeah! Go. Yeah, 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 gotta love it. Friday night Come on! Come on! Yeah, yeah! Come on! Come on! It's football. It's football. It's Friday. It's football. It's Friday. It's football. It's Friday. It's football. Australian Open sucks. Come on. Come on. Come on. Is the Australian Open still going on? Damn right. It's on right now. We got a live uh, semifinal match uh, between Sipsis and Medvedev. Sipsis. Yeah. Sipsis. And Medvedev. I mean, they both look like they're finely well-dressed well-prepared uh, tennis players. Yeah, just you, sweating their guys, ass off. Do you guys ever wish you would have played like one of those sports? I, I tried. Mean, I just, did you? I, 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 well, I mean, not as a professional, but no, I, that's I, what I'm saying. I played. Though. I played Serena Williams one time, and she beat me with her offhand. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Yes, she did. <laughs> so you had like, is that like a the the program moment? Like where Joe came. Yes, it was. <laughs> so almost, you had that moment. It was, but it was worse because she was playing me with her other hand. I'm like, you're not going to play me with your your right hand. Like, use your other hand. And she whooped me with her other hand. Mm, yeah. I just, I but 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 here's the thing though, I whooped her in basketball. So she wasn't okay. she wasn't athletic off of the tennis court. I wasn't athletic on the tennis court. And I started to think about other sports like so baseball. I was when I was playing T-ball, I was I was a first baseman and I I dove to catch a ball on first base and a girl slid and kicked me in my eye when I dove to get the ball and I was like I will never play a sport that I don't have something protecting my face. I'm going to take my ch- I walk I, I <laughs> that moment, did, did you take, I got up Did you take up fencing by any chance? I, I got up. I walked <laughs> off of the field. I was crying hard as hell. Did you let anybody this see? This first grade you said? I was playing T-ball. T-ball. I don't even remember how old I was. That's so long ago. It was so long and how I'll never forget have, it. How could you have such a deep thought and moment scared, at it, the time? It, it scarred me. It, it, it's, it scarred me. Just, I, her, her name was Marks, Christy Marks. 
Wow. She, she played football. She actually played football and was good. Huh. But anyways, she was like she was like one of those girls that could play with dudes. Yeah. And and she slid in the first base. First of all, why are you sliding in the yeah, first base? That's that's a, always a bad. Hey, Amen. So, so you slid in the first base. I'm diving to catch the ball. Yeah. I got the ball. By the way, I Jonas got it in the glove. Slide in the first. He rounds first, heads to second. Usually yeah. gets not denied. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, how, that's how that's how his childhood works. Well, me, I mean, no yeah. round of the bases if here. That's, right, if that's if if that was representation of me making contact with the opposite sex. I didn't want. I don't want any parts of that. <laughs> she closed my eye up. I was crying to my mom. You know how you like be whimpering, like you you got your face in your mom's stomach or in her bosom, and you're just crying, and you're just, you're like your shoulders are going, and and they're holding you. And I never went back. I never Is tried it bosom or bosoms. Bosoms. Wow. It's, bosoms. It's plural, bosom. though, right? I don't know. I, I mean, they're both that. included. You know, yeah. they're included. So if you say bosom or bosoms, I I don't know. My sister whooped my ass when I was a kid. I mean, bad. In the street in front of all the neighbors. I'm glad I I gave you the bravery to have that that vulnerable moment. Finally, thank God. After all these years in radio, I want to admit to it. That's a really good story, though. There you Uh, go. That's a good story. That's a true story. Yeah. I, I never know, went back. It's crazy you still remember at this point. Never went back. Now, Jonas, <laughs> in, in the case of you getting, well, essentially what's happened to lead to lap, but if this happened to you as a child out in front of the entire neighborhood, right? Yeah. <laughs> Beat up in the street. Well, yeah, yes. completely Lee uh, destroyed. Lee was getting jumped. Yeah. Was getting banged by the gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the difference was, uh, you know, I wasn't in my 30s. Uh, that's that's the uh, difference between uh, lead to lap and myself. <laughs> I, was a, uh, I was a child trying to do everything I could and got spiked on my head in the street. I mean, I got just... Just absolutely, it was worked. an all-out battle royal over Lee. Yeah, I mean, sweet, you know. But uh, and, and look, if, if we're gonna, I mean, if we're gonna be honest about getting roughed up by, uh, you know, by siblings, uh, you know, any anything you want to share on the air here, Brady? Anything? Uh, maybe an uh, issue with a, a car? Uh, you know, one of those little uh, mobile, Uh-oh. those plastic cars he's as a kid. You out there. I'm just oh, saying, yeah, no, he, he's no, told this story on Power Wheels. <laughs> no, are you talking about the the Fisher Price yes. little uh, Bam Bam car? <laughs> yes, he's told this story this before. Is, this is the first, uh, my first ever serious concussion came when I was young. Oh wow! We had one of those unfinished basements, and um, I used to. So my my older sister would get into that little. It was it was the Fisher Price car where you'd like move it, run it with your feet. Yeah, and and so it's it's like cool. It's fun to be in as a little kid. Well, I used to like have her pull me around. I'd jump on top of it. So I'd be like on the top roof and she'd be inside like rolling around. Well, one time she was mad about something. She just got out of that thing. And it is not made to, to have someone on top of the roof. <laughs> so it literally just flipped, flipped backwards. And, yeah. I, and I smashed my head into our unfinished basement and into the concrete floor. <laughs> Did knocked you out cold. Oh, no, I was, dude, I was knocked out. out. Oh, okay. So I, so, I, so I start to like come to it. I'm throwing up. All, they take me to the hospital. I just, I just stay overnight. It was a severe concussion. Oh, How old were so you? I, I was like five. Jesus. Maybe. Young, young oh, age. Wow. Yeah. So, I, so hey, for Berto all those who are wondering. Really, yeah, was proud of that sound effect <laughs> that he put on you. He he made it sound like I dropped from a three-story building. Uh, I I know. know. Was that Martin Sheen jumping out of the building and departed? Was that what that was? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So for all the people listening, if you're like, "Hey, what's wrong with him?" That's when it started. Right. Like that's when it all started. Isn't that the one? It was a red car and it had like the the yellow yellow top. Yellow top. (laughs) Yeah, that exact car. Dude, I, I, I swear to you, they still make them. Every single time one of my girls gets in and then the other one tries to climb, I'm like, 
like, no, 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 do yeah. not do that. <laughs> right. Do not do yeah, that. Yeah, don't, don't pull a Teen Wolf. Don't start uh, surfing on the top of it. Not well, a good that idea. That was, you know, an impactful movie. I don't think I, I saw it at that age. Well, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, so uh, so we transitioned smoothly from getting assaulted by women in our youth to uh, to this uh, conversation. I uh, listen. Uh, you know, I told you guys it was going to take a while for Ben Roethlisberger to make his decision. I told I you wish, yesterday I, on the show. I wish we had the sound. <laughs> I, I, wish I, I almost I almost hit Lee up and said, "Can you can yeah. get the sound from that?" Uh, it, it took about ninety minutes, uh, basically about ninety <laughs> minutes, and it was like, you know what, man? Like this is that's how I know I'm going to lose every bet I make this weekend. That that was the prelude, but Ben Roethlisberger calls it a career, a longtime, a successful Hall of Fame, Super Bowl champion, Ben Roethlisberger career with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, here was a little bit from his uh, goodbye video posted on social media yesterday. I don't know how to put into words what the game of football has meant to me and what a blessing it has been. While I know with confidence I have given my all to the game, I am overwhelmed with gratitude for all it has given me. A boy from Finley, Ohio with NFL dreams, developed in Oxford at Miami University, blessed with the honor of 18 seasons as a Pittsburgh Steeler and a place to call home. The journey has been exhilarating, defined by relationships and fueled by a spirit of competition. Yet the time has come to clean up my locker, hang up my cleats, and continue to be all I can be to my wife and children. I retire from football, a truly grateful man. That's uh, that's some bad music underneath, by the way. I just want to put that there. In fact, you know, I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame just because of the music selection right there. <sighs> he's going to he's gonna have to you, wait a they year. They're trying to make you cry, man. <sighs> that's, that, that's that try to make you cry soundtrack. You know, you, I don't know. I, I felt like that was like the soundtrack they play under the scoreboard on like golf. It almost oh, sounds yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> the yeah. Masters. Showing the leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah, Welcome like, to like, the Masters. <laughs> yeah, but if it's, it's, like, it's like they're giving you an update. Here's the leaderboard, and they got this, like, undertone music playing. It sounded like that. Uh, let, let's go to Brady Quinn at three. And, yeah, yeah it's, uh, that's, uh, that's very, very <laughs> golf. Uh, that's right, Jonas. He's got a 10-foot uphill putt. Uh, he's, he looks a little bit hungover right now. He's probably going to yank this one to the left. Yep, the wind yep. is blowing hard to the left. <laughs> uh, so well, let me ask you guys this, because I was thinking about this uh, earlier. Tom Brady pointed out, you know, uh, there's, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger did the complete, had some fun on Twitter and just said he did, did the complete opposite of the TB12 method. Uh, but congratulations. <laughs> uh, there, there's more than one ways to, to skin a cat or in so many words of what he posted on social media and on Twitter. Had Ben Roethlisberger and, and the story's always been, well, you know, he didn't really take care of himself in the offseason. Let's just say he had. I don't think people would look at him the same. Like, I need Ben Roethlisberger a little bit sloppy. I need him to be banged up, injured. I need him to be throwing. When they're throwing pads at him, he's just hitting him out of the air in practice. That was part of his appeal, right? He did it differently than, say, a Brady or some of these other guys. And it's why I think he's going he's gonna to be looked back on so uniquely in comparison to some of these other quarterbacks, like a Rivers or an Eli Manning and some of those guys he came out with. As a Pittsburgher... I mean, he totally represented what a Pittsburgher kind of moves like, kind of acts like, like the average dude. You know, the, a yinzer. He was a yinzer. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I I know he gave his tribute, but I saw I saw the tribute that was given by like Rocky Blyer and Franco Harris and Mean Joe Green and Rob Woodson and and those guys, and I thought that was pretty pretty amazing. I mean, you start to realize. Now that he's announced his retirement, I mean, it's it's one thing to say, okay, we know how good he played and how well he played, and even can say great he has played and and being a Super Bowl winner. 
But then you start really taking a step back. Like when guys retire and they had such a brilliant career, you start to to look back on it. I think you made mention of this on the show too, Brady. It's, it's like you start to take a look back at what he really did and you start to kind of break it down a little bit. The dude's career was, I mean, it was phenomenal. It was sensational. And it did represent the Berg. I mean, yeah. he he he's the type of dude, if you go out on a Friday night in Pittsburgh on, on the <laughs> south side, that's that's who you're going to meet. Yeah. You, you know, and that's who you're going you're going to hang out with and you're going to have a good time with and you know, sometimes maybe at times too much of a good time, but then you grow up. I mean, there have been so many dudes, I don't care black or white that have had like that kind of feel like they they represent Pittsburgh. Like Kevin Green didn't get drafted by Pittsburgh. But you can't tell anybody from Pittsburgh he wasn't a Yenzer. Like, he was a Pittsburgh dude. Same with Bettis, right? Jerome Bettis wasn't drafted by Pittsburgh, but represented the heart and soul of what the identity of Pittsburgh was. Greg Lloyd represented that. Captain Kirk. You name them. They represented this this feeling of, I'm a regular dude, but I am one tough son of a bitch. That is that is my approach to to the game. No nonsense. Lunch pail, hard hat, and and Ben Roethlisberger was was that in a quarterback's body, and 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 for what it's worth, that's what we loved about Terry Bradshaw is that that's what he was in a quarterback's body. So, and Ben happened to be more, you know, from from what it's worth, I never really saw Terry Bradshaw play like like play play. But I did see Ben's entire career, and that's you just saw the talent with the mentality. And I think that that was a perfect, perfect marriage, perfect match. What I loved about Ben was he's genuine. I mean, Jonas, you made reference of the TB12 method and kind of, you know, the differences of that and what his career would have been like if he would have taken better care of himself. And And there's no debate about it. Honestly, amongst quarterbacks in the NFL, it was – you know, kind of a, I don't want to say a running joke, but it was something that most guys knew. He did some yoga, drank some beer, played some golf in the offseason. Really didn't throw much. And that was, but that was him. That was his style. That's what he felt like he needed mentally in order to be able to play as long as he did and successful as he was. Um, he felt like that's what he needed. And, and I think there's, there's something to that. You know, for, for someone to say, look, that might work for Tom and, you know, he's obviously been the most successful and yeah, maybe I look back and wish I would have. And I'm sure there's some things he looks back and, and wonders, but the reality is, you know, he did it, you know, his way and the way he felt most comfortable. So I, I, I don't, I don't really go back and look back and second guess. He had a hall of fame career. Um, he'll always be remembered as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I think, which is one of the more unique things as we head in or venture into a time where Tom Brady's now with the Tampa Bay Bucks, won a Super Bowl with him. We, uh, we think that he might be calling it a career. Drew Brees started with the Chargers, ended up with the, the Saints. We probably you know, remember him as a Saint, but yeah. you're looking at all these Hall of Famers and, and a quarterback, and you usually remember them with one team, but they played for at least two. And it's different with Ben because he was a Steeler, drafted there, stayed there through and through, so um, th- that's th- that's I think kind of one of those key important things too in, in all of this. But um, I- I'll still never forget one time before we were playing Pittsburgh, 
it was bad weather out. Like it was cold. So let's say 40, something like that. Maybe a little bit, a little bit lower than that, like high thirties and rain. Right. Which is like the worst combination of things. And I remember his seeing him start to walk out on the field to warm up, kind of looked around, shivered, turned around, went right back in the tunnel. <laughs> he was like, yep, not doing it. Not doing it. And I was like, man, I wish I could do that. <laughs> like, I, I wish I could literally be like, I'm going to have to be out here for three and a half hours playing in a game in this. Why do I want to go out for an additional, you know, hour before the actual hour of warm-ups, you know? Good so, for him. That's uh, the way, man. A, literally, I looked at the other quarterbacks we looked at each other and we're like, man, that's legendary status right there. Oh, man. <laughs> it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptional common sense. Uh, all right, coming up next, uh, you talk about uh, dysfunction. Uh, this takes the cake in the NFL. We are going to have some fun oh, with this story right here on FSR. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh oh, so early. You did it so early, Berto. I mean, generally, it's Friday. You'll wait. You'll wait for this one. But I mean, come on, come on, do it, Jonas. Come on. There we go. Here I come. Rainstorms, give me away from the noise. I've got to tell you something. This phenomenon, you had to put it in a song, and it goes like, whoa, Whoa. come on, Brady, (laughs) yeah, we got it, here we go. Whoa. <laughs> that's just. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's that's as bad a karaoke as it gets by the three of us. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that is gold. That is <laughs> content gold. How, oh, how was Jonas doing on the drums? Oh, he was killing it. This he thought he was in his band Except there were people around. <laughs> there are <laughs> actually people watching. Yeah, it's a little different this time. Oh. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. It was flawless um, execution. We are going to have some, uh, you know, some information about uh, conference championship weekend in the NFL. Some uh, interesting little tidbits, some facts out there uh, that we will get to uh, coming up in about twenty minutes from now. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. Uh, the hell's going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars and their hiring process, Brady Quinn? What's going on there? Is this what do we got here? A little power struggle? Yeah. Uh, Byron Leftwich was going to get the gig, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. And apparently, and you had pointed this out yesterday, there might be somebody in the uh, front office that maybe people aren't too uh, keen on working with. What the hell's going on in Jacksonville? Uh, I, I think a lot of people are wondering that. There's actually two teams that I think we, we should discuss as far as what the hell is happening. Um, Jacksonville's one of them. And this is a scenario where Byron Leftwich was tabbed, or at least reportedly, their top target. Former quarterback there. He's done a hell of a job as an offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Bucks. It makes a lot of sense. I think he'd be, a, he'd be great for helping to groom Trevor Lawrence, okay? And he wants to bring in Adrian Wilson to be his general manager, who's currently with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I, I believe he's what is there like their VP of player personnel, or just, there's some one of these titles out there in the front office. And and those two want to work together. That and that's the package. And so this gets leaked out, 
that this is what's going to happen. And then next thing you know, you, you, you hear, no, Trent Bulky's in charge of this and pump the brakes. So what this really reveals is that this organization is an absolute circus. Mm. <laughs> and, and so this stems back to even before, you know, if, if, and if you, we want to bring in, you know, Urban Meyer and all that, it, you know, they keep trying to point the finger at everyone else. And meanwhile, Shad Khan and their family is running a circus there in Jacksonville, 365 days a year, 24-7. And there's really no – I mean, I don't care who it's going to be. It's getting to the point where you go, well, how are they going to be able to have success? And, and I think what would make the most sense, much like the Giants found out, instead of trying to hang on to Joe Judge, they couldn't find the right GM candidate – and they're like, all right, well, maybe, maybe we need to get, you know, maybe we need to get our head coach out of here and just a clean slate. As, as we said after the whole, you know, Urban Meyer was there and the, and the firing and everything else, this place needs a, a completely clean slate. And bringing in Byron Leftwich, bringing in Adrian Wilson would do that. They'd be a great pitter together to build back up again. But we sit there and we, we look at this disaster, and then Trent Baalke once again is behind the scenes trying to play the puppet master and toying with the media and trying to make sure people know, oh, no, I'm still in charge. You know, this, this isn't a final decision. Why do you think people turn down the opportunity to interview there? And they've got one of the best rookie or what was a rookie prospect quarterbacks sitting there waiting for someone to come in and coach them and some other good players on this team. And no one wants to take that job because they look at the ownership, the structure, they look at Trent Bulk and they go, yeah, I'll pass. Uh, it's not worth the payday because I might not ever get a head coaching job again with the type of disaster that place is. So that that's what we're seeing. I mean, it, it's a circus. Like, go ahead and play the circus music, everything else. <laughs> I mean, for real, that, that's what it is right now. It is a circus in Jacksonville. You know what it exposes to me? That Byron Leftwich is ready to be a head football coach. If If you're going to change a place <laughs> like Arizona – you you gotta assume that you Jacksonville, yes, yeah, Jacksonville. Excuse yeah. me. You're, you're going to bring someone. You're going to bring Adrian from Jacksonville or from Arizona to Jacksonville. The point I'm getting to is, you can't be in the type of situation that Urban found himself in. Right, I watch a lot of those old time movies. You know, you're you look at how Gladiator played out. You know, who's ever in charge. You know, different power players in the Senate and stuff like that. If those aren't your people, they will get you out of there. And you'll go from from royalty and, and, and privilege to basically being a commoner and worse, you know, being being a working hand. And to me, that's what's going on in Jacksonville is is that you have a scenario where Bulky has clearly established that he's not a trustworthy guy. If I'm a coach, I'm not trusting that I'm going to have that unwavering, undying support from Bulky. He's going to go into self-preservation mode. He's going to flex his muscle of being the GM, and and he's going to dictate the way that he's going to dictate. I think that this is excellent to say you want to bring in your own guy and Adrian Wilson. For one, he knows the game. If you know Adrian, he he's one of those those guys that was always a super intelligent dude, always put in um, the time behind the scenes, and has has built his reputation uh, 
in the front office the right way. So if you're going to bring in your own guy as the GM, then that means that these guys are connected by the hip. So you're not going to have a Shad Khan uh, putting putting those two at odds, at least seemingly, you're not going to have your head coach and your GM at odds as to what it is you want to do. Because a lot of times what happens is drafts can go horribly wrong when you have differing of opinions in terms of who you want to go after. Free agencies, they can go terribly wrong when you're trying to figure out who do you guys agree to go after. You can spend more time trying to convince one another that this is the guy we want to go after and lose time on that rather than gaining time by having a plan all together ready to go and you execute it. And so looking at the, the I guess, the conditions that that Byron Leftwich would want to take over that job, you're damn right. You better let me do it how I want to do it if I'm going to come in here because I am trying to fix a circus. I am trying to fix the show, and it isn't a great show. It's a, a laughable show. If I'm going to do this and I'm going to step away from all of this success that I've had, and good for him because if I'm going to do this, you are not going to force me into career suicide where I take this job because I had the opportunity to get the job. I played here, and now I come here. But yet, what, what Bill Parcells say, you want me to come into the kitchen and cook, but you don't let me go to the, to the place and get the, get the, the groceries. groceries. Yeah. So, groceries yeah. yeah, so I think that this is, I think this is a smart, prudent play by Byron Leftwich. Doesn't this also expose, like, uh, and look, we, we all know this, but people get caught up in it. Where, like, this this just exposes that social media is full of crap. Like, that, that it, it's not real. It's fake. It's professional wrestling. Here's why I say that. So you've got, when Urban Meyer got canned, everybody, by and large, was celebrating his dismissal. It's not going to work. Good for Jacksonville. They stood up to Urban Meyer. You even had people in the media asking their interim coach, Daryl Bevel, you've got an opportunity to win more games as an interim yeah. guy than Urban Meyer said. Yeah, failed miserably. So all, about one. All, of, all of that is happening, and yet... People in the NFL who actually know what the hell's going on there, who actually understand that side of it, as opposed to the people that run around on the mob on social media, are are running from the job. Nah, we're good here. I, I, you know, I'd rather just go somewhere. And, and you know, we can talk about Dan Quinn, uh, and that's a bigger conversation for later in the show. But you've got people, to your point, Brady, that are saying. I'm all right. I'll work. I'll be a coordinator. I don't want to deal with all that crap. And it just exposes what we've been saying that people wanted to push back on. You guys are trying to kiss Urban Meyer's ass. You guys are ball washing Urban. No, man, open up your eyes. He wasn't the problem. The organization is the problem. And this is another example of it, despite what people wanted to run with when Urban Meyer finally got canned by, by Shad Khan and company. Are, are people paying attention now? Are they watching now? Are they listening like, like, we tried to tell you during the yeah. season when this is all going on. And, and that's one of the things that, like, I kind of can't stand about social media is you get a lot of people who think they know something, and they don't. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's other people who actually know some of the people involved, and they're actually trying to explain to you what's happening behind the scenes. It was a circus. It, it, it's a mess there. And, and I feel, I feel bad. <clears throat> I really do feel bad for the players. <clears throat> when it comes down to it, whether it's Josh Allen – you know, whether it's um, LaVisca Chenault, who's a hell of a young man, and all, all that dude does is work hard and make plays, Trevor Lawrence, and anyone else you're talking about, 
I feel bad for them because they're caught up in the, in the midst of this organization that just doesn't really have any desire to actually win football games. They are there as a business to make money or to be a toy for a very wealthy family. Mm. And it's sad. It, it really is sad when you step back and look at it. Because when we're sitting there and we'll talk about odds or whatever it is, betting and gambling, there'll be some people who take their hard-earned money and actually place a bet on the Jaguars to win the division or the Jaguars to go to the playoffs or win a Super Bowl. Like, there are people who will actually do that. And I feel bad for those people because you're delusional (laughs) and you're not looking at how bad this organization (laughs) has been run. And much like we said when Urban Meyer got fired – if you want to change the culture of something, if you want to change, make, create change, it's going to be tough. It's going to be ugly. It's not going to feel good. It's going to take a little while, too. But I don't think they'll ever get to that point because of leaving people like Trent Baalke still in place there, who's going to kneecap whoever they bring in that starts to say, wait a second, maybe Trent's not doing his job. And Next thing you know, you know you're, getting, you're getting canned because of you know, he's whispering and talking to everyone else about the bad job you're doing. And it starts, it starts to be finger-pointing. It's just a mess of an organization. They had a month head start on the head coaching search over everybody else and still don't have a guy. Like, they fired him in mid-December. Like they had a month head start to interview whoever they wanted or at least, you know, look around, see what was out there, and probably longer than that because it felt like the wheels were in motion. They were just waiting for the Josh Lambeau quote-unquote assault situation before a game uh, from months earlier. They had a month head start and still don't have a head coach. And then we don't even know if they've got a GM or if they're moving on from – just the whole thing. It's just a complete clown show in Jacksonville. It's but hard, congratulations. It's hard to give them grace as well. You know, so many times you're like, ah, give them a chance. You know, make sure you got it right. <laughs> you know, different things like that. And you just see how, again, we bring up the Urban Meyer scenario. Brady, you're you're 100% correct. When, when you're a losing team and you're a losing organization, you know what the front office people do? They leave. <laughs> no, this is the truth. I watched this happen for years. And, and, and you'll see people in, in, in the media – Right. The press, they leave people that are in the back for finance. They leave people that are in marketing and advertising. They leave. They leave. It's like a constant revolving door of people leaving. And then you see in the locker room, you see the players, they're leaving and they're in and out. And then you start to hear all of the the discord and and the discontent, you know, all of all of the things that are, are discussed, like man, did you hear what coach this coach said or that coach said this? Or I remember with Coach Spurrier, man, they were like, Bubba, Bubba, man, Bubba, Bubba said the N-word, right? Meanwhile, he said, can you not use the N-word in the meeting room? Oh, but the way it was used oh, wow. in context in the locker room was he said the N-word. Eesh. And the only reason why it became a thing was we were losing. Right. So now you go into self-preservation. So you got guys that are receivers. They, they're looking down the, the, the barrel of we're going to have to deal with. Are we going to have a job because we, we're not winning? So now it's like, OK, it's your fault. It's the coach's fault. Let me let me build the narrative. And now you got the, the, the locker room is like, oh, you ain't going to treat my dude this way. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you need to have respect. You know, you don't need to be using words and language like that. So now it's the players that's saying it to the coaches. So now you have everybody who is is doing everything 
to look out for their own self-interest. And that's what happens. You start to get a mercenary approach to how things are handled within the organization. And there can be no – you can, it's hard enough to win when you're together. You're not going to win if everybody is alone in their approach and singular in their approach to trying to have success. That's what that's what dysfunctional organizations are built on, and that it, it never works. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Uh, we are going to get some interesting information as we look ahead to conference championship weekend in the NFL. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, including what just went down at the Australian Open, none other than Edmund uh, Garcia. Well, we'll save that for the end so we can keep the audience. <laughs> we don't want them to. Uh, Come on, you know, Eddie. I don't want to say it early and then, you know, they turn off the radio. Hey, there's, hold on. there's a lot of racket heads out there that are really into the Australian Open. You have to yeah. dismiss them like Our that. Our friend, the old P, is very upset right now. Yes. You know why. <laughs> of course he is. Uh, we'll start, though, with the <laughs> NFL. Uh, a couple of the head coaching vacancies have been filled. Denver Broncos, we t- mentioned this at the end of uh, yesterday's show, but the Denver Broncos have agreed to terms with Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett to make him their head coach. And the Chicago Bears have hired Indianapolis Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus as their next head coach. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger makes it official, announcing his retirement after 18 seasons all with the Steelers. Just two games in the NBA. 76ers beat the Lakers 105-87. Joel Embiid 26 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists for Philadelphia. No LeBron James for LA with a sore knee. Anthony Davis did play and played well. 31 points, 12 rebounds in the loss. Warriors topped the Timberwolves 124-115. Steph Curry 29 points. Klay Thompson 23 points in that win for Golden State. College Hoops number 2 Gonzaga rolls over Loyola Marymount 89-55. Number 6 Purdue wins at Iowa 86 or excuse me, 83-73. Number seven, UCLA, a winner over Cal, 81-57. And Stanford knocked off number 15, USC, 64-61. Also wins for number 11, Wisconsin, and 16th-ranked Ohio State. And now to what Jonas was uh, wanting, uh, your Australian Open oh, men's semifinal God. results. Uh, Danel Medvedev uh, advancing to the semifinals. He will face Rafael Nadal, who also advanced winning his semifinal match a little earlier tonight. Uh, they will square off in the men's final at the Australian. Ah, the best player isn't even there. Yeah. It's all right, though. It's yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, hold on. Is, 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 uh, I don't know anything about tennis. Is the Australian Open on clay? No, it's no. a hard court. Yeah. It is hard court. That's, the, yeah, that's the French Open that's on clay. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. How about that? I say, Nadal usually dominates clay, right? Yes. And then it's Djokovic is pretty much everything else along with Federer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, and that'll the, that'll conclude. That was pretty good, well, but that is true. We'll conclude it. But uh, the New York Rangers will play the Minnesota Wild on ice tonight. Yeah, that is our Discover Card Key matchup, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. And that is why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Now back to Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Thank you, Eddie. It's two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, some interesting information. I don't know if it's going to change your mind on who you like in the conference championships this weekend, but we'll give it to you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts yeah <laughs> two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lamar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr coming up top of next hour uh, an interesting decision made by somebody in the nfl what does it mean for the future of one franchise we'll have that for you here on fsr right now though it's time for something we do every single morning at this time and it's what? called this Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to the great executive producer of this program, the wonderful Lee. You guys, in case you missed it, there's a new study out there from Bet Online that reveals who in every state is cheering for in the AFC and NFC championship games. And it might be surprising to hear that the Cincinnati Bengals are leading the way with 19 states over Kansas City, uh, who has 16 states. Meanwhile, the West Coast is run by the Niners with nine. Excuse me, the Rams with nine states, and the and the uh, the Niners have six states only. Oh, I'm tired but it's all tongue. the West Coast. Boy, your uh, listen, got tied I, up right um, there. So oh, since yeah. Cincinnati, oh. so Cincinnati is just the underdog, right? They, they, it's the feeling is they're the biggest long shot to win a uh, Super Bowl. kind of jacked so. up that Pennsylvania didn't have the Bengals be on there. They, they had <laughs> Kansas City, of course, oh, jacked up. Also, the Chiefs being uh, public enemy number one, perhaps that might yeah. be the. Uh, the leading factor there. I mean, the, the Niners only. The Niners are last. That's what I thought. The Rams. Well, would have been last. The, they have the state of California though, which is probably more significant. Yeah, and uh, I believe Hawaii as well. Thus, that's. I can't tell. There's the, different shades the, of red. That that is Kansas City actually. Oh, for that's Hawaii. Kansas City. Oh, so, okay. Which, yeah, well, you can't is, tell is in that black and Andy white. Is Andy Reid in the Hawaiian shirts? Yeah. What, what would be the reasoning for that? Yeah. What is the logic behind that? Hold on. Yeah. He went so to it, a lot of so, Pro Bowls. He so, was my coach every year. So the Rams played a preseason game at Aloha Stadium a couple years ago, and they can't even get Hawaii. No. Wow. What a crummy franchise. I think the Hawaiian shirts go a long way. What about Michigan? Michigan's rooting for the Rams, and I think this is BS. Yeah, this is why yeah. I think the entire thing's BS. So you're telling me, because Matt Stafford played for the Lions, that there's a bunch of people in Michigan who are like, yeah, we want him to win a yeah. Super Bowl with someone else. Get out of here with that BS. Yeah, this he, is how you know this is fake. He ran away from your franchise. Don't forget that, folks. He ran away. Unbelievable. Disgusting. And, then, and same thing with PA. So was that? that's just all about Aaron Donald. Like everyone in, in Pennsylvania – is just rooting for Aaron Donald because he's he you know hails from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't PA. know about is that everybody that is, in PA. I mean, the the eastern side doesn't really bang with the west side, and the west That's side don't saying. bang with the east side. And yeah. the central side of things, they just look at both sides like, why y'all beefing? <laughs> so I don't I don't know how that one works. This is, I don't uh, I just can't tell the colors. I must be colorblind, <laughs> yeah. or or the, the, the lead like to bring in this type of of printout where I can't tell the colors apart is, is like. You know, now, Louisiana, Louisiana, I get because that's Cincinnati territory because of Joe Burrow, 
Jamar Chase. Like, that's understandable. There's some other ones, like, is that Maine that's L.A.? Yes. Why? Like, <laughs> I mean. Do they even talk football up there? Like, it was the one person who tweeted out. Yeah, I was just yeah. say. Yeah, I, I'd like to know the. Uh, so I have a buddy who lives in Maine. I can assure you, uh, he has no idea who's playing this weekend. Uh, he's probably getting frostbite uh, working on uh, doing construction right now. So listen, at least Maine was represented, though. That's good. Get out there and vote. Everybody. It does. It's it important. does beg the question, though. Yeah. If Cincinnati has the most states, is this just in a reaction to Jackson Mahomes and Brittany Matthews? Yep. And people just want to root against them. Is that what this is about? Yeah, it must be. God, Patrick Mahomes is so likable, and his brother is just such a pain in the ass, man. Like, it, but it, you start it, to try to find things wrong with Patrick Mahomes. I know. When you start disliking things about what they got going on extra wise whether it be a, a spouse or a sibling so then you start to just start picking apart things Ugh. like it's like pat mahomes patrick mahomes never sounded like annoying to me until recently wouldn't you guys be embarrassed to be seen doing a tiktok video like i would be i would be absolutely humiliated if somebody caught me trying to do a tiktok video like it's it's unbelievable, and this guy What's does TikTok? it. Exactly, it's like it's like this. Uh, you like make your own music videos, I think. Like it, it's just it's that's his thing. Donald man. Trump really loved TikTok. You know, he yeah. liked the TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I heard. Interesting. He hasn't gotten banned from there yet. Though. No, no it's, you know, it's just everywhere else. Oh, okay. Uh, right. What else we got, Lee? You guys, with Big Ben retiring and Sean Payton stepping away, some have speculated that Taysom Hill might be a likely candidate to be traded over to Pittsburgh to uh, step in front of Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. Oh, Jesus. Silliness. Sure. Okay. No, that ain't okay. going to happen. Yeah. Draft okay. Kenny Pickett. Can yeah. you draft Kenny Pickett? <laughs> I mean, why, why do we have to wait for this? Although, He's already there in Pittsburgh. Yes. He's already into your facility right now. You guys share a facility. Draft the guy. Oh, I do think there is the need for the conversation of Sean Payton's going into media. What about Ben going into media? That would be dope. Uh, That'd be dope. I mean, it, I think it would interfere with his golf game. No, I think honest. it'd be funny. I'd I think, like I think it'd be good. Yeah, why yeah. not? It'd be good. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, hour two next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 